Welcome to another episode. I'm Sabrina Lynn, and this is Rewilding. It's good to be here with you. It's wild times, right? The start of the the main component of the podcast, I, I really talk about the reverence I have for this moment in time and taking up space during such a pivotal moment in time and in world news and just what's happening. Um, But I won't go into that. What I do want to share with you as kind of intro to podcast, audio podcast, and share a tiny little bit more with you here than I do in the YouTube video, just because I think it's fun. It's like sneaky. (laughs) It's like sneaky and fun. But Something to maybe share here, we cover a lot in the main episode. We talk about Neptune and um, consciousness. We talk about this evolution of masculine and feminine, like really asking our, our own inner Mars and Venus and the external Mars and Venus to really up-level, really up-level. And when we talk about masculine and feminine archetypes and we're going to lean into astrology, those are probably the most prominent ones to lean into. They are the archetypal couple. Um, They are the consort to each other. So uh, this invitation to really, really allow their expression to come up into what is next right relationship for us. What is next most healed, most evolved expression of both of those aspects in ourselves. Um, So I love that conversation. Stay tuned to that. That's towards the end. If I was going to add a little something into there, I would add, this I didn't talk about, but um, the shadow, that Venus is coming out of shadow on the 6th. This I didn't talk about much, but I'll talk about it here, is this new moon falls on the 2nd. I really feel like, yes, of course it's going to peak on the 2nd, but there's this extended period of time where... Mars and Mars moves past Pluto. Venus moves past Pluto out of her shadow. So she's been in that shadow retrograde still, and she doesn't come out until the 6th. Um, there's a couple of other big things happening, like the 3rd, 4th, 5th, and 6th. So just know that those are pretty juicy days, pretty potent days. Still a lot, to me, feels like shifting um, pieces falling into place, things still being revealed, right? This is Venus's like last little bit in that shadow phase. And when she's in this shadow phase, there's this opportunity to really see the fruits of our labor, right? To really understand what these last, well, it was 40 days that she goes retrograde. And then we were in the shadow period of that. So these last few months really have been this journey, this inward journey. So for me, something to really reflect on is, and what's helped or what's not helped, but what's brought insight to this journey for myself is um, taking a step back and going, how am I relating differently? You know, like how have I been asked to relate differently? Have I cleaned up you know, we've been talking about power plays a lot. Have I cleaned up any relationships? Have I cleaned up any of the, you know, unspoken things in relationships? Are, are there things to be said now? Are there things to be spoken, to be owned, to be, you know, these like last few days? So maybe just, maybe just checking in with that. All right. Um, I think I'll leave us with that. I want to... Uh, give you all the time and all the space in the world uh, to dive into the main body of of the podcast. So, all right. Um, I don't think I have any other announcements to make right now. There's programs coming out. There will be the 18-month priestess training. Uh, it's kind of facilitator, teacher training, soul training. <laughs> the gauntlet is what I, I'm... I'm kind of referring to it as the gauntlet. Like, this is going to be an 18-month journey that... Um, is definitely the most profound journey uh, that I will have ever held. Um, It might ever hold, who knows uh, what the future holds, but that'll be coming out as well as some 
live online weekend retreats. That's feeling really important to me is to be doing live online weekend retreats where we're together live and I can see you. Uh, I can see see you and I can see what's going on and I can call things out and I can invite things to happen in the moment. So really taking the the magic of in-persons to online to hopefully make things a little bit more accessible to to you to our community to those interested in deep journeying but difficult to find the time the resources or even difficult to to get on a plane and get to an in-person event so we'll be announcing some of those coming up all right blah 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 um so much love to you enjoy this episode let's talk new moon in pisces march 2nd this is an extraordinary moon. Um, I was meditating this morning on what I could possibly share at this moment in time, given what's happening in the world, um, what I could possibly share that would serve, what I could possibly like. Interestingly, I'm going through this phase of how, how can I even speak right now? Um, How can I even share something on social media? How can I even cloud the world with videos and posts and emails? And so if you're part of the community, if you subscribe to our newsletter, if you're hanging out on our social media channels, you'll notice we've been quiet. Uh, We've been quiet. We had many things scheduled to go out. Um, I, have a, I, I have a promise that I've made to myself to post every single day on social media. That's at least under the Rewilding for Women account. And I have gone quiet. I've gone quiet in, in a place of just deep, deep reverence for what's happening in the world and really wanting to, if if we're going to put something out in the world, if, if I'm gonna be running my mouth about something, it better damn well serve. It better damn well serve what's happening in the world. Not my little agenda of, oh, we have workshops to talk about. Oh, we, ah. <laughs> um, and so please know that I've even contemplated putting this video out and uh, really came to this place. And even the last social media post we shared was really coming to this place of, okay, if we're going to talk in this atmosphere right now, we're going to make it count. I'm sorry that this is a long winded intro to our conversation today, but I really want you to know that this is coming from the, the depths of my heart. Um, it's coming from a place of, of deep reverence for everything that's going on, how this is affecting um, anyone who this, this conversation touches. Um, one more thing and then I'll dive into the astrology. And I'm sorry that this is a personal note. It just feels important to share uh, for anyone in this moment in time. I want to normalize our response to what's happening in the world. I I want to give us permission to feel all the feels that we're feeling right now, um, given what's going on and, and, and give you, you permission to like, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm really grief stricken over this and I have no right to be. I think sometimes we deny our authentic experience or even, this will sound wild, but hear me out because this is kind of what's going on in the astrology too. We deny an experience, a, a soul evolutionary experience or a healing experience or an awakening experience in ourselves because we think, who am I? to even be feeling grief when I'm not on the front lines of, of this. I'm not in the Ukraine. I'm, I'm not 
in Europe. I'm not of that, that lineage. I, I, who am I? <laughs> you are you. You are you who is also interconnected to the all of everything that's happening on this planet. And, and I want to just give us permission not to overrun other voices or to, you know, cloud out or to, to, to make so much noise in the environment that, that, that the front lines can't be heard. Not that, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying, can we allow ourselves to have our experience? Can you allow yourself to have your experience, whether that be, whoa, I'm, I'm angry, or I'm really, really, really grief-stricken, or I'm really feeling my ancestors, strangely enough, or, wow, I'm really seeing hope. I'm really seeing love. I'm really seeing kindness. I'm really seeing dare I say, like, grace, dare I say grace, dare, dare I say, and, and so really one of the things I think that I can just open a door to, um, and I know I went through this in, in my own self over these last couple of days, and you heard me share, like, who am I to post on social media under rewilding for women? Like, how does that even serve? Like, shut up, Sabrina. Let, let the frontline voices be heard. Let, let you, you know? And then, and then a few women, and shout out to our Facebook group, man. I, if this is, if you're not a part of our community and you're looking for some soul-centered, really heartfelt, deep community, consider, consider being a part of it. Um, it's really stunning what's going on in there just the conversations, the grace, the connection that's happening around the globe in our space, the, the vulnerable shares of, of, of I, oh, it's stunning. Anyways, you'll find links to, to join if that's something that you feel would serve you in this moment. But two women posted in the group just saying, you know, pr prayers. And it hit me, it hit me. You better, you better find your damn voice, Sabrina. You, you better dig deep and you better figure out how you're being called to serve in this moment. You better dig deep and you better figure out how you're being called to serve in this moment. And if it truly is to be quiet and sit silently in prayer, then do it. If it's to dig deep, find some courage to share something in this, what feels to me like just this, 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 this wild cauldron of so many different things, so many responses, so, so much pain, rage, grief, um, demolition, death, fear, right? And so just this, this also this invitation to, um, this will sound wild and I'm going to start to weave this into the astrology now, but it's an invitation to find the fucking grace, right? Find the grace, dig deep, find the grace. How are you called to show up in this moment? And it might not be that you're called to show up publicly. It might not even be that you're called to show up for the world events that are happening. That's, that's okay. But to show up for what it is that you are being called to, that, that to me is a big part of what this new moon astrology is about. You know, whether you're watching it a few days before, maybe a few days after, but this moment in time, right? This, this moment in time and just the collective energy. So even beyond talking about where the planets are at and the asteroids and, and all of that, but, but to really um, go, how can I be a channel for grace in my own way? How can I be a channel for grace in my own way? And that might mean it might mean <laughs> going to the front lines, right? Like that might be your soul's truest calling, right? Is to show up. It might be, it might be, right? That, that I, I am not a trained warrior. 
but I am called to be a warrior in this moment and I am called to show up and to get to the front lines. I am just called. There is something greater than my little self happening right now and I need to heed the call, whatever that is. And I know that I keep referring you know, to, to world events, <laughs> but if you were to just take this moment, right? Here's a reflective practice in this moment and you were to just and I know that this is going to be tough because we're in the middle of a conversation <laughs> um, and your mind is going, but you know, take this practice forward with you and in some quiet time, some reflective time, maybe you're journaling, maybe you're walking, maybe you're meditating, but, but really like dig deep and go right now during this full moon period, during this full moon period, whenever you're listening to this to whatever week, two weeks after, let me go deep. Let me get underneath what's expected of me, what people think I should be doing, what they want me to do, right? What, let me get underneath my own fears. Let me get underneath my own insecurities or I, I, who, who am I to do that? All of that, all of those little tapes, let me get, let me get beyond myself. Let me get out of my little self. Like, let me get out of my fucking way. Let my little personality, my little ego, my little fears, my little worries, my little, I'm not enough, or who am I to do man, or blah, 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 right? Whatever that storyline is that's going on, let me, let me get beneath that. Let me get beneath that and let me move from here. Let me move from here. Let me just grab a drink quick. Um, I'm also, I'm not feeling super well. <laughs> I haven't been for a little while now. My throat's getting scratchy. Um, I don't think there's anything physical going on, but energetically, oh, uh, it's been a lot. It's been a lot for a little bit. All right. Whew. So we have Jupiter conjunct this new moon. So this new moon happens on the second in Pisces, Pisces, the sign of the mystic, right? The sign of the mystic, thin veils, uh, spiritual, uh, the other, how do I want to say that? The unseen, the otherworldly. Uh, if you were to just feel into that part of you that is a mystic. We are all mystics. We all have, it's, 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 it's an aspect of us, of our humanity, the mystic. And so new moon, new, new moon, right? And you can even feel the moon has, has mis, mystic properties to it, right? New moon has mystic properties to it. Jupiter is grace. It's, it's grace, which grace is in itself mystic properties. So we have new moon conjunct Jupiter in Pisces. This is grace. Like this is grace. It's grace. It's, it's, it's a moment of grace and it's a moment of new chapter. So new moons are new chapters, new beginnings, um, planting seeds, right? Just a, a pivot, a pivot. I hold now, I don't know what's going to happen around this new moon, but I am holding so much hope. I'm holding so much hope that um, I had this hit today. We'll see. We'll see how this unfolds. But that unexpected things will happen, right? And I'm I'm talking about world events. I'm talking about Ukraine, Russia. I'm talking I'm talking about that. Unexpected things will happen because of. This sounds whatever. I'm just gonna give you my feels, and you again put it in the fucking bucket. You use your own discernment, right? If it resonates, beautiful. If it serves in some way, beautiful. If it, if it doesn't sound, you know, if it doesn't resonate with you, put it in the fucking bucket. And, but to me, it's this moment of time, this new moon where so much grace, so much grace can pour in. And I see so many people becoming a conduit for that. Becoming a conduit for that in their whatever way that is, even if it's very, um, even if it's just seemingly in a very small way, like you're by yourself and you light a candle, you light a candle. That's it. You're you're meditating 
while walking your dog and you're just like, I just want to, I just want to love. I just want to show love. I just, I just, I just want to bring a little grace in. And, and maybe it's even just directed at your family, right? Maybe it's, it's, it's smaller, seemingly smaller. It's never smaller or bigger, but to find words to talk about this, um, you're still, and I feel, I, I just have so much hope. I have so much hope. Um, and I know for me, um, I think part of, <laughs> I don't need to talk about all my personal stuff. We'll keep that over there. Uh, but I think we, many of us are being called to become a channel for grace in a greater way. I do. I do. And I think this new moon is opening up opportunities for our systems to almost recalibrate to new energies to open wider, like widen the bandwidth of the amount of Shakti that can run through your system, the amount of grace, the amount of love that we can even handle in our bodies. I feel that so many of us are, are being rewired, recalibrated, awoken to that. And I know, not I think, I know because I've witnessed this in many, 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 many people around the world, um, not just my, myself, but is when we are widening the channel, let's just call it widening the channel, let's call it the central channel, and that's your capacity to um, bring in, your capacity to love, like high vibrational love, let's use these words, high vibrational love, high potency love, grace, channeling grace, channeling love. Now this is not woo woo or weirdo, right? You do that. You do that to anyone you love when you're in the, the, a moment of love, right? And you just like, I, it happens with my dog all of the time. I mean, poor thing, like he gets love bombed all of the time. But you also know when someone's just loving you, that unconditional loving you, like no matter what, like it's just love and how much that can shift, how much that can shift. I want to share a story with you quick. <laughs> very wise, wise woman, very wise woman. I don't consider many elders. I, I, I don't think very many people in our society ever make it to actual elder status. I just don't. There's many initiations. There's so much wisdom that comes, in my opinion, to be considered an elder where you hold the wisdom, right? You, you have made it through the gauntlet of transformation itself to come to that place um, where there's very little ego left, right? You're a channel for big grace. And this woman who I consider an elder, I remember her saying <clears throat> once, she's like, as, as I get older, and she had studied shamanic practices and worked as a shamanic practitioner and an energy healer and uh, all kinds of beautiful, mystical, amazing things her whole life. And decades and decades and decades and decades at this point when she's sharing this, she goes, as, as, I, as I get older, <clears throat> It gets simpler. This whole like shamanic practices and all these like complex meditations and all this like complex sound healing for um, for the shift. She's like, it's it's so simple. It's love. It's so simple. It's it's love. All of it. All of it, like the waking up is love, the healing is love, the transformation is love, the alchemical changes is love, the shadow work, it's love. It's just, it's just love. It's just love. <laughs> and so uh, I really feel uh, that coming back to this moment in time, I really feel like so many of us are <laughs> becoming warriors for love in ever greater capacities. And now back to this really witnessing what that takes. We can, as we're going through that process, it's, it's, it can be a physical process. It can be an emotional process. It can be a mental process. It can be, uh, it can show up in our lives in certain ways. It can be a very pleasurable process. It can be a joyful process. It can be a sexual process. It can be right. It can be so many things. And and so I just, I, I want to honor that and also normalize that. I think I also want to give us all permission. Like, whoa, if you're sleeping 12 hours a night and you're still exhausted, go deep and ask what's going on. What is going on in my body? 
go deep, have a soul conversation with yourself. Like get to that place and just go, soul, what's going on here? Or, you know, you're like, you're on the fritz or you have a lot of anxiety, right? That's sometimes Kundalini energy is, is, is causing, there's just a heightened amount of Kundalini waking up, Uranus energy, Kundalini, they're very much linked. Um, by the way, that's also part of this new moon is Uranus energy. Uh, who is Uranus? Uranus is conjunct Lilith right now. Love it, love it. I'll maybe talk about that a little bit uh, <laughs> down the track in this video. But uh, really honoring that, uh, this, this mystic piece, honoring this mystic piece and giving yourself that time and that space to go, how am I called to be a mystic? And it, don't, don't let the mind get in the way. Don't let little self get in the way. Don't let ego get in the way. You might be a mystic at work. You might be a mystic with how you plant plants. You might be a mystic with how you cook dinner, right? This, this isn't some complicated, oh, I must be leading spiritual groups to be a mystic. Fuck off, right? No, no, don't let that word get you caught up. How do I, how, how does love want to move through me? How, 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 how can I love more? That's the question to ask ourselves. How can I love more? How can I love more? Okay, I need to create some more time and space in my life. Okay, I need to deepen into some practices. I need some fucking practices. I need some guidance. I need a fucking teacher, right? I need whatever it is, whatever it is that you need. Just, just own it. Ask, ask deep, 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 deep. Okay. Um, Let me feel. There are so many things. Here's something that I want to talk about. Neptune has been dancing a dance, and I'm not gonna go into all the details of astrology. You can find that in other videos. Um, mine is about giving you embodied practices, right? So just, just know that, that if you want more details on things, go, you can find it all over the place. Um, Neptune has been dancing a dance. I won't go into that. He's going to continue. Neptune also has a lot of mystic properties. A lot of mysticism like they would consider Neptune to be like the spiritual shaman right like Neptune is, is very has pitfalls just like all of the archetypes has pitfalls of delusion has pitfalls of <laughs> um, escapism has pitfalls of spiritual bypassing has pitfalls of addictions to escape certain states of consciousness or to escape life like oh fuck life is just too life is life is too much i want to get out of here that's that's neptune but know that neptune is also a spiritual awakener not like uranus where uranus i'm saying kundalini awakening right lightning bolt like awakening neptune is more of a uh, let me expand your consciousness let me thin the veils Neptune is associated with water energy, where Uranus is associated with, uh, you could say fire, but to me it's lightning bolt. It's, it's lightning bolt. It's like being plugged into an electrical outlet. For those of you who've worked with Kundalini energy, it's very similar to Uranus energy. So what I want to talk about here is this is going to continue. Uh, this is a Uranus year. I mean, this is a year of waking up, and whether we do this painfully, which... <laughs> I don't know, we're kind of dense as humanity, right? Like we're kind of a dense collective. We don't like a lot of change. We're kind of slow to the party. We're, we're evolving, but it's almost like uh, <laughs> the gods. The gods are saying, it's almost just like this moment in time is, y'all are going a little slow. So we're just gonna help you out. We're gonna speed it up a little bit. And we're, we might throw some really challenging shit at you because it's the only way we're gonna get you to wake up. We're going to give you COVID. Ah, that didn't really do the trick. We're going to give you a couple rounds of that. Ah, okay, that did something, but eh, not really. Like, we're going to give you global warming. That's, that's going to that's gonna make you, that's going to make you all evolve a little quicker. Might make you wake up. Oh, eh, that's not, no, you guys are still pretty fucking slow. Okay, let's give you a war. We're going to give you a war. That'll, that'll ramp it up. <laughs> so this year, this year is a Neptune Uranus year. It's more of a Uranus year than a Neptune year. So Uranus, think of the lightning bolt. Think of sudden change. Think of 
um, surprises, expect the unexpected, like rapid shifts. It's also the new, so it's bringing in the new and Uranus is currently in Taurus, which is a very physical. We've been talking about that forever, so I won't go into that, but it's like spirit in matter, bringing higher states of consciousness, grounding it in, grounding it in, like literally taking a lightning bolt and going, I am going to earth this thing. And I'm not just going to earth it to discharge it. I'm going to earth it so that everything can move up to a higher state of love, a higher state of consciousness. Kind of exciting. Probably going to be a little painful though. Probably going to be a little painful. <laughs> going to be a wild stuff going on. Um, so this new moon, we've had some Neptune, Neptune stuff going on, mind stuff where um, we've maybe been dreaming. Neptune also opens up the dream world. We've maybe been dreaming big. We've been seeing possibilities and potentials and, uh, and having wild thoughts. So just think about your mind over the last week and be, be honest about it. I know mine has been on the fritz. Like it's been on the fritz where I'm just like, oh, okay, this is, this is my mental state. Cool. I'm just going to sit back and I'm going to watch this guy dance around, right? I'm going to watch you dance because you are, you are wild at the moment. So just be honest about your mental state. Just be honest. What's happening on this new moon is Mercury is coming conjunct perfectly with Saturn, perfectly with Saturn. Now, for some, of course, it depends on our relationship with Mercury. It depends on our relationship with Saturn. But if you've done your archetypal work, right? And even if you haven't, some of us are just innately good with Saturn energy. We're innately good with Saturnian energy. I love Saturn, love him. I worship, I have such a devotion to Saturn. I do, I do. I think that this is an energy once purified, like once you come into right relationship with the, the highest expression of Saturn, oh my God, Shiva. Shiva is just divine masculine that can hold everything and can make manifest, can make manifest. So it's not these delusional dreams that Neptune has us dreaming off or Jupiter expand, 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 but it never actually gets grounded or anchored in. That's Saturn, that's Saturn. If that's something that you see as a pattern in your life, you're gonna wanna look at your relationship to Saturn. You are. We should do a big weekend retreat on that. I think that would be fucking glorious. Um, so feeling into the Saturnian, and if we lean into Saturn's benevolent, sorry, Saturn's gifts, let's use gift because I know that in astrology there's benevolent and malevolent, and then we get into a whole nother thing. But let's call it gifts. If you lean into Saturn's gifts, lean into his gifts, and instead of fighting, because what it can show up as is block. Like, oh, I hit a block. I mentally, I just, I hit, I hit a wall. I hit a block. Like, where was all that creative energy? Where was all that, like, dream big? Where were those, where were those thoughts? And we're all so fucking attached to our goddamn thoughts, right? So know that this is kind of a big deal. It's kind of a big deal. Mercury is the mind. Mercury is thoughts. And so this is definitely worth spending some time on. Definitely worth and going, I am not my thoughts. This is a really powerful practice right now. It's going to be a powerful practice through this new moon. I am not my thoughts. I am not my thoughts, right? That's like spiritual meditation 101. I am not my thoughts. And so that's a practice that you could do. And you just let them go, you know, all those practices, like let them float on by or, there's a billion practices out there and I don't want to go into that, but, but feel into what serves for you. I love the mind, right? I also have just, I love the mind. I do. I think our minds are these beautiful, brilliant. I know I'm picking on the mind a lot. I do because we lean too heavily into it or we ask it to do things that it's not made for. <laughs> We ask it, we ask it to show spiritual enlightenment. And it's like, I'm not made for that, man. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not made for that. Like, why are you asking me? It's like, I give you a, a, a wrench to do the job that you would need to do with a hammer. 
like I give you the wrong tool. Like, oh, here's a wrench. Just pound that nail in, and you're like, I don't know, Sabrina. That's like it's possible. That's a bad example. Anyways, you know what I'm talking about. So the grace-filled side of this, the gift of this, is Saturn can bring it in. He can make it manifest. He can also help you to discern where you were too far out there, where you were delusional versus I'm dreaming big. I'm dreaming big. It's beautiful. Um, and then Saturn can come in and go, yes, now let's fucking make it happen, sunshine. That's Saturn. Let's fucking make it happen. He can also come in and go, okay, that was, that was you just escaping. That, that's actually not even in service to your soul. This is something that Saturn's really good at, is your evolution, right? And he'll go, yeah, I, I see that you put that shit on your vision board, Sunshine. Like, I see you put that on your vision board. I, I see you put it on your vision board. I'm, I'm Lord of Karma. Like, that's not going to help your soul evolve. Sure, that might make you happy for like a week, you having a yacht in the Caribbean. But I'm not interested in you being happy for a week. I'm interested in you being fulfilled forever. I'm, I'm interested in deeper fucking fulfillment. I'm interested in you becoming true self. I'm interested in you fully expressing your soul in this world. That's what I'm interested in. And I don't really care about that stuff. That's Saturn. So this is a really beautiful moment in time. Now again, right on this new moon is when Saturn is perfectly conjunct Mercury. So feel into that. Something else, let me think or feel, <laughs> or both, uh, we have to talk about, mm, so we have to talk about what we've been talking about in previous videos, which you can find links up here, links down below, if you want to go listen to a little bit more about this, Mars, Venus, Shiva, Pluto, Vesta, Yes, if you want to listen to this conjunction. This is a big deal. This is a big deal. It's beautiful. Not beautiful in the way that we all think a Mars and Venus conjunction would be. Because Pluto's in the mix, Eris is squaring them. But maybe this is... I don't know whoever thought we we're going to walk into this. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I know I'm picking on this, but it could be showing up in this way for you. But... Let me just keep picking on, picking on this because it's fun. <laughs> I don't know who thought we were going to walk into this Mars-Venus conjunction going, Wee! Oh my God, I'm so in love. Oh, my feminine just loves my masculine. And my masculine has such reverence for the feminine. And I just, I, I'm feeling really romantic and I'm feeling sexy and I'm feeling like, yeah, I want to be intimate. And oh, this, everything is just smooth and flowing and so great. <laughs> if you're experiencing that, you're like 0.0001% of the population, right? <laughs> We've gone to war while there's a Mars-Venus conjunction. We've gone to war. <laughs> um, I am not bringing light or laughing at all, at all at that. Please know, please know that. Um, okay, let me just feel, uh, here's what I'm gonna offer. I think I mentioned at the start that I'd love to offer how the astrology might be showing up in world events. This is one that I want to just offer, and you can maybe, via this example, see how this is showing up in your life. Allow insights to hit you. <sighs> Mars, God of War. He's God of War. He is. That, that, that's him. That is an aspect of our humanity. We might not like it. It is. Why do you think sport is so popular? We, we still, we gather around watching sport. It's because it's a form of war. It's a form of battle. It is a form of battle. There is a winner, there is a loser. You are on a field and you are battling. It's a form of war. It's one that doesn't typically kill people, although many people have died playing sport, but it's a form of, of battle. We love it. I, I'm sorry to say that. Not all of us love it. You might be going, Sabrina, now you've lost your shit. I do not love war. I fucking hear you. I hear you, I'm with you. 
However, collectively, we still love war. We love war. We wouldn't do it if there wasn't X amount of collective energy that loves war. We wouldn't play sport if we didn't love war. That sucks. That sucks to hear possibly, or maybe it's like liberating. Like, yeah, that's, that's part of our collective consciousness right now. It's where we're at on the evolution scale. We still like war. We still like to fight. We still like to battle. We still like a winner and a loser. It's where we're at. Not all of us are there, right? Not saying we're all there. I'm saying collectively we are there or we wouldn't be at war. It wouldn't be happening. <clears throat> Something that I was meditating on this morning. And again, you might need to switch this video off because you might be in a place where you just, this is not the right time to hear this for you. And I totally respect that. You might need to throw this in the fuck it bucket. You might need to just never listen to me again, right? Like I'm not saying this to aggravate, to disrespect anything that's happening at all. I'm simply opening a door for us to look at things from a higher perspective, things from a collective perspective, things from an archetypal viewpoint that is not personal. And I know that this is a very personal situation. So just bear with me if you wanna keep having this conversation, just try to get to an impersonal place with it. So there is an aspect of Venus. There is an aspect, these are the archetypal lovers. And just feel into this for yourself or look at it in the world. You just look at it in the world and you'll, you kind of can't deny it. It's, well, it's hard to deny. We can deny everything. Watch us deny a lot of shit all the time. Um, but it's hard because it's pretty in your face. They're the archetypal lovers in astrology, Venus and Mars. There's an aspect of Venus, the feminine, the lover, right? She's the lover. She's the goddess of beauty. Um, there's an aspect, goddess of sexuality. Like, let's, let's, let's also just make sure that we get that in there. Like, sexuality, sensuality, pleasure. Um, and her consort is the god of war. There's an aspect of her that is extremely attracted to his warrior. Extremely attracted to his warrior. And it, it turns her on. It lights her up. It invokes love. It invokes devotion. It invokes, right? It invokes her feminine heart. It invokes all of those feminine capacities. It invokes desire. It invokes desire. Now, I'm not saying all of us have a strong Venus, right? So this is, these are archetypal patterns. I'm also not saying that all of us have that aspect awake in us. So some of us have shut the Venus off a long ass time ago. And we are like, uh-uh, I am not attracted to that. And for some of us, that, that's, that's true. For some of us, it's that we don't allow ourselves to feel. It depends on where we're at with our journey, right? So just really honor your unique place with this, what's arising for you. But also honor that if we get impersonal about it, we just look at it in the world. Come on. How many of the, the movies that are blockbuster movies are about a warrior and a woman in love with the warrior? Braveheart, right? We love the warrior. We love him. We love him. It breaks our heart. Like, yes, that's Venus. Venus is like, this is, this is my man. This is my man, right? So... While many of us assumed or thought maybe this Venus-Mars conjunction was going to be about their sex life, <laughs> we have Pluto in the mix and Eris in the mix. And they're going, we're going to show you what's underneath the surface level. We thought it was going to be about romance and relationship, but it was Pluto and Eris going, we're going to show you a layer deeper. Here's what really attracts them to each other. Here's what brings them together. Here's what brings like two magnets, right? He's this, and, 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 and I'm also not at all judging the aspect of warrior at all, right? There's sacred warrior. There is sacred warrior. There is a fucking sacred warrior. I love warrior. I love warrior. I know right now we might have a lot of judgment around warrior and I'm not talking toxic warrior. I'm not talking little egoical warrior. I'm, I'm, I'm talking spiritual warrior. 
soul-aligned warrior, warrior in, the, in the, the highest good of the all of everything, that warrior, that's the warrior that I, as Venus, that's the warrior that I'm attracted to, not some egoical power-tripping warrior, right? I'm not talking about that. So here's what I'm seeing. And something for you to feel into is it's like we are being asked, and this is part of what Pluto and Eris show us, is, is evolution, transformation, right? Transformation, that's Pluto, death, rebirth, Phoenix rising. Like you need to die to this old aspect to be reborn again. And Eris, let me show you chaos. Like I'm going to give you chaos. I'm going to give you discord so that you can see the truth. So that you can see the truth and then you can evolve from there. So they're both going, all right, let me show you what you don't want to see. Let me show you that you love war. Let me show you, Venus, that you are fucking attracted to war and you pretend like you're all love and light, all spiritual woo-woo. But that's not what lights you up. That's not what... <laughs> this is very crass. That's not what makes you want to rip someone's clothes off, right? That's not what makes you want to rip your own clothes off. It doesn't do it for you, Venus. I'm talking about Venus. I'm not talking about all of us. I'm not talking personal. I'm not talking about other archetypal energy. That is Venus's consort. Her consort is a warrior. It turns her on. It turns her on. And can we just own that instead of demonizing it? Because once we start to own that, we start to make it sacred. We start to give it an opportunity to evolve so that I'm not, I don't get hot for the, the toxic warrior, the unevolved warrior, the warrior who is not heart aligned and who is not serving the all of everything. He's actually just serving his own egoical power tripping bullshit, or he's actually serving his, his warrior out of fear. Fuck off. This is what we are being asked. In this moment, we have this opportunity to, to evolve into the next level of this expression. And it's stunning. There's Shiva here. Shiva. Shiva. I mean, if there isn't, it, that's divine masculine. Like, come on, Mars. So it's not just the feminine. I know I'm like picking on the feminine because this is the one I think that's a little bit more hidden, right? We like to pretend, oh no, no, not war, not war. Don't take my babies to war. Fuck you, you want your lover. You want your lover fighting though, don't you? You want your lover fighting though, that's Venus. And I'm not talking about the mother archetype, the mother archetype, oh hell no. She doesn't want her babies going to war. Uh, and, and the whole world is her babies. She doesn't want anyone, anyone going to war. But when we get out of mother archetype and we step into lover, which is Venus, and we're open and awake to that, that aspect, that archetype, Venus, we love the warrior. We just do. He's hot. He's hot. So with Vesta, Vesta's priestess. We have Vesta. It doesn't get any better than this. We have Vesta and we have Shiva there. Vesta is priestess. She's asking, higher expression, Venus, come on. Higher expression, higher expression. Love that you're attracted to the warrior, but can you move it up so that you're attracted to the sacred warrior? And you, Venus, by being attracted to the sacred warrior will literally pull that out into the world. You will literally love that out. You will love that out of the masculine. You will love it out. You will love it out. You evolving your consciousness will evolve his, vice versa right? Vice versa. You're seeing it in the masculine. The masculine, Mars, asked, being asked to evolve the warrior. We've got Shiva there. Same thing as Vesta. Like it's, it's this higher levels of, of expression. Come on, Mars. Come on, Mars. Like, uh-uh. You don't get to operate. You don't get to operate from fear. You don't get to operate from just egoical places, power tripping places. You don't get to operate from there. I am going to move you up here and you're going to operate from here. You are going to be a sacred warrior. You're gonna be a sacred warrior. You're gonna be a warrior of the heart. You're gonna be a warrior that is, that is going to war for the highest good of the all of everything. The highest good of the all of everything. That's why, that's why you're risking your life from that place. And I see many people, many people at this moment in time operating from that place. I feel it, I feel it. 
I feel it in my heart. I feel it in my body. I feel it in my being. And it is fucking stunning. It's fucking stunning. Can we allow some of these examples of both? I see the feminine loving from that place, showing up loving from that place, being devoted from that place, from that place. I see it. It's stunning. And I see the masculine showing up and being a warrior from that place. And it's stunning. And what they do is they gift each other, right? He rises, she rises, she rises, he rises, he rises, she rises. That's part of what's happening right now. It is so, to me, just to, to, to watch this, this is part of what gives me so much hope. It gives me so much hope and also goes back to that this year is all about evolution, right? Evolution. And this being on a world stage, this being so in our faces, social media showing us things, right? It's just, just so I know that there are horrific things happening in the world. I know that. I also know that what is true for me is to fucking hold hope and is to fucking hold love and is to fucking hold a sacredness. And so when I came on and I said, I am only going to put things out that serve in this moment, to me, this was the greatest way that I could serve. The greatest way that I could serve this moment in time. The greatest way that I could serve this moment in time. Hmm. Oh, it is beautiful to be with you all in this way. Um, again, invitation to join our Facebook group. There's such beautiful conversations happening there. Uh, invitation to subscribe if this served. Invitation to share this if this served. Invitation to leave a comment. Let's talk. Leave a comment. What was your favorite part? What hit you the hardest? What? That's what I want to know in the comments. What hit you the hardest? And I'll be in the comments for the first 48 hours after this video goes out. Um, what hit you the hardest? Just, just feel. That's a really good reflective practice too. It's not even about comments at this point, right? It's, it's also just a really good reflective practice to go, what did hit me the hardest in this conversation? Oh, fuck, it was the Mars piece. Oh, shit, it was Neptune. I've been delusional as hell. Oh, shit, I've actually been running my mouth and taking up space and not really connecting into my soul and what serves in this moment. All right. Happy new moon. I love you all. I will see you when I see you, where I see you, and how I see you. Mm -hmm.